Annyeong, and welcome to Holly Jupiter, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 67. I didn't order any onions. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Juku. I'm Petey Rafe, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tag team partner, my friend, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Better than most people. Yes. Better than some Korean rappers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> some people are getting five years. Um. Oh. <laughs> hurt yourself already. God yeah. damn it. Um, this is a fucking this is a contact sport, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> podcasting, podcasting, uh, more dangerous than football. Uh, we're gonna have to have to implement safety. Yeah, concussions, uh, like like more like butt cushions. You know, it's like mm-hmm. concussions to the butt. Uh, when you when you sit in your chair in one position for an hour or more. Like you, you end up with some problems. Your legs mm-hmm. aren't, don't really work. You're a bit sweaty in some places that you didn't know could get sweat. Like it, it's mm-hmm. a serious issue, um, and we need to talk. We need to talk about this, but not on this show. Not That's on for this other show. shows. That's for other yeah. shows. First, on this show, we talk about East Asian pop culture, uh, and of course, as we start every show, the old the the A block of the show is talk about new music. Uh, the one big thing that that was the big release this week. Uh, that again, just like I said last week, it's just, I feel like we have to talk about it. It's not either one of us are, are picks. It's just something we just figured we got to comment on, which is. It's big enough to talk about, but not big enough to pick. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, Sonia Day, Girls Generation, um, with Catch Me If You Can. Now, this is a, a, a simultaneous release. Um, uh, because this is apparently uh, their Japanese single, mm-hmm. actually, where the the Japanese and the Korean versions were released simultaneously. Um, but they pretty much the quality is the same on, on both of them. Uh, so Girls Generation released uh, the Korean and Japanese version simultaneously of their of a digital single, I guess, called "Catch Me If You Can." Um, and it's sort uh, it's sort of okay. This is a song, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I know has to be hard for you as the Sonia Shade fan, the Girls yeah. Generation fan in the room, so to speak. To you yeah. have to be like to, you know, be looking forward to something and it kind of not hit that level of quality that you want and that you're used to, especially coming off the last, uh, the last album. Yeah, you know, uh, and wait around for like another. Uh, and okay, so this had a little bit of a hype. Mainly because it's part of their Japanese releases, and historically speaking, their Japanese releases have been more quality, you know, better uh, overall. Mm -hmm. They've been better overall. Mm -hmm. Um, And let's talk. You know, I have that weird thing about the Girls' Generation Japanese stuff, where it's just it just it It weirdly doesn't sound right to me. But yeah. like the stuff, especially the stuff that is exclusive to the, to, uh, the Japanese albums, has been overall just better quality. I think 
uh, which is usually what makes me excited about anything they do with their Japanese releases. Um, let's talk about the good. I would say the good, the visuals are on point. They look amazing. The choreography is awesome. Like the, the video works well. The visuals are interesting enough. It's structurally speaking a dance in a box, but it, but since it's outside, on a construction site it doesn't feel like a dance in a box obviously just did they it, just like were were uh was crayon pop film filming on one side and they were all filming on the other side <laughs> like, like it, it looks, looks like, like it. the same place it's like they had to like somebody with a walkie on on the crayon pop video had to like with a had to talk to somebody with a walkie on the other side like hey uh, we're gonna do our, 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 uh, color smoke thing. So just, just a heads up. It's like, yeah. uh, we don't want to show up in the background of your video. It's like, all right, cool. We'll, 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 we'll take a break. <laughs> it's like, boom. <laughs> um, it's like, uh, hey, you got somebody, uh, some extra workers over there? Uh, we need, we need a rig guy. It's like, all right, cool. We'll send, we'll send, uh, we'll send Gian. You know? Well, yeah. it's like, uh, it's like we'll send Steve. I was gonna say we'll send Steve, but it's like, <laughs> hey, you never know. Steve, never know. Steve the rig Steve guy, Kim. Steve Kim, Steve Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but no, the 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 song and video itself. The video is pretty good. The problem I kind of had with this song is it kind of has an electronic sound to it, which that that that's yeah, not the EDM. problem. The um, it's that EDM. It's basically an EDM track, yeah. But because it's a kind of an EDM track, I was waiting for a big kind of like you're here, you're here, you kind of start to go up, and then that really big uprise in like the beat and the stuff, yeah. And it kind of didn't happen. Yeah, it's a okay EDM track, which is okay, whatever. It's like a okay track, um, but like. There, there was, uh, and it, it's probably not, it's not one of our, our picks either, but there was a, another, just cause it, it, there's another release, uh, but it's other group. I, I forget the name. It's, I forget the name, but they have big boobs. And, uh, that's what I remember about them, but they did an EDM track that was even better than this. And they were a complete mm-hmm. new group group that I've never, you know, that just did their debut. Uh, and like, when you talk about EDM, there, you, you have, you have Tiara kind of always slaying left and right, and you have other groups doing it so much better. And it's like, this is just, uh, uh, and it's in Yoshida, and it's their Japanese release. It should be quality. Um, but it's like, eh. uh, the fun part though is that the, the, uh, the visuals again were on point. The video was good, and the choreography is good. Uh, Asian Junkie had put out a call to arms. Uh, for somebody to go ahead and, uh, replace the audio of the video with, uh, with their song Trick, which is a song mm-hmm. that didn't get a, a proper, uh, uh, promotion. I think, I believe it was an album track that didn't get a proper promotion. And, uh, they wanted to see what, what, if, if you know, what could have been. <laughs> and somebody did it and it was actually kind of fun to watch. <laughs> Uh, cause Trick is a pretty damn, is a really, really good song. Uh, and I'm, I'm sad I wasn't aware of it before. Uh, it's a really good song and it, and it works well. Um, but yeah, GG. GG. Um, yeah. And I will say I, d- I didn't, nec- and the last thing I would say, people talk about how they felt the lack of, 
uh, Jessica. I will say I didn't necessarily notice, but I understand how you would, especially considering you use, you lose, let's say you lose one fourth of your vocal line. <laughs> You're one, yeah. th- a fourth of your vocals. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's kind of the, that thing. Like I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, so I didn't, I didn't notice it visually or vocally very much, but for people who are used to hearing that and you, yeah. you know that sound and that sound is familiar to you when you, when something, when it, it that it take kind of tilts everything to one side already, you know? Yeah. And with a track that, you know, even the, the kind of, I, I would consider you kind of a hardcore fan and kind of everybody else seems to have the same opinion that it's kind of meh, you know, when you also then have that thing of, man, something's missing, you know, and, and yeah. it's Jessica's voice and having that voice there, you kind of do have this moment of, hmm, like, uh, it doesn't, it just isn't hitting the, that point in that moment that it should be. Yeah, which is kind of making people a little, a little upset, a little salty. Especially with the, the rumors that they're that they're paying people to remove uh, pro Jessica articles on the internet, there's rumors. Now this is there's nobody has any solid facts. You know this is all rumors, but apparently people have noticed a pro Jessica articles on website disappearing, like Korean websites disappearing. So that ain't again, right. That rumors, ain't. no facts, no He's facts here. Doing just that. Rumors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, just allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. All right, but moving on, Kaz. Mm-hmm. I know that you've what's got up? what's what's new in your world this week. Um, there's some music, there's some other new things, but the first thing I want to get to is not not an unboxing, but an un enveloping. Yes. Um, me and PD have very much talked about going to uh, Asen. Um, the, the, the anime, uh, anime central, anime central, the, uh, kind of Midwest manga and anime convention, uh, that will be there. We both got our passes this week. Uh, I got mine today. Um, Uh, let me see what thing. Uh, okay. (laughs) You can't get my QR code, but that's my name. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, we got our passes, so that's that's fun. That's awesome. Uh, that's one thing kind of off the list <laughs> of things uh, that we we need to have done uh, for that upcoming convention. So it's gonna be super duper fun. Um, what I'm hoping is uh, meeting me and PD will get there. Uh, we're gonna try to plan out a, way, a good way to kind of do some content for Hollyjuku, some of the other shows. Um, yeah, uh, I'll probably p- play cameraman for PD a few times. PD might play cameraman for me a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's see. Ho- uh, hopefully, the people at the K-pop booth will be nice enough to let us like film okay. things there <laughs> and and <laughs> be ridiculous them. human beings. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> and be like, but, yo, you know, yo, you got you got them Chris and Luhan jerseys. <laughs> yes. We will be like, yo, we will buy jerseys if you let us kind of chill, interview people as they're buying shit and talk to things and, and yeah. do all that kind of stuff. Cool stuff. Um, but, yep, so that's that. Uh, and as far as music this week, I think I have a pretty good selection, starting with The Boy, uh, JYP. not Jay Park, but JYP, um, who has a new release this week surprisingly enough uh, i didn't have this open in one tab so i gotta fucking wait for it um 
which is called Who's Your Mama? Who's Your Mama featuring Justin right. Jesse uh, of um, yeah. Pretty Rap Star fame and Lucky J non fame. Uh, <laughs> because apparently she's Wait, a rapper which, now. Um, before I even talk about the song and this video, can I just say that it starts out really creepily? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, start, it, does, like, it starts. It starts out. Oh, can and you it roll back creepy. to the beginning? Like, just roll back to the beginning for me. Like, it starts out it, creepy. It's JYP and stays that way. walking into a gym and just ogling this woman. It's like, <laughs> and then asking her her measurements. Like, like, like I, I straight up like, it's like, all right, and and I straight up, I was expecting her to just straight up slap him, but I'm like, oh, this is unrealistic. But then I realized it's like, all right. If I just answer these two questions, maybe he'll shut up and leave me alone. I need to get my cardio in. This weird old guy who's going through his mood life crisis is standing next to me, staring at my ass. That's fine. That's, you know, it's just another day at the gym. Uh, it's like, fuck it. Like, I'll, I'll answer his stupid questions. Maybe he'll go away. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, cause right, I, I, I saw this and I, I instantly sent it to you. Like I instantly was just yeah. like, I have to send this to PD. Like just, yeah. just, 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 he needs to see this. <laughs> and I, I'd been seeing like the teasers. I was like, wait, is this going to be, I, I, maybe there's going to be some like humor and like, it's going to be like, he, 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 he gets made fun of and something like that. It's like, uh, it's going to be Jesse. And it's like, uh, but no, it just straight. He just goes JYP going all out being 48. And and you know going on sixty three, looking like <laughs> Korean rap Frankenstein's monster, having a better body yeah, but, than I could ever hope for. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, he dances all day, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's probably right. dancing while he's talking to the rest of the people like yeah. down there. Like, all right, we need to put out that that new track. <laughs> like, and you're like, what are you? Huh? Are you popping lock? <laughs> like, are yeah. you um, but no, no, no. I, I do want to talk about. I do want to talk about the song itself. The song yeah. itself, I think, is really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of like it. Like, I didn't think I was gonna like it. Kind of as the inception of the video kind of rolled out. Um, I thought it was gonna be kind of silly and over the top, which the video is. But yes. the song itself, like, kind of fun musically, something you can dance to. Yes. Don't look at the lyrics. Yes. <laughs> Like, like Petey said, it is creepy and it stays creepy. <laughs> yes. Like, it, there's a lot of male gaze, too, in the video. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, and you keep waiting for it to get, like, self-aware. Uh, and, yeah, there, there are fun, there are fun humorous moments. Like, he straight up does the kid and play dance with the girl laying yeah. down. Uh, but, like, it just, like, just stays, he just goes in and stays serious, which I guess... Maybe that adds to the humor, cause like, I don't know. Also, Jesse, honey, sweetie, you're a singer. You, you sing hip hop, but you're a singer. You're not a rapper. Also, on top of that, no, you don't have chocolate skin, and no, you don't have a big ass. <laughs> like, no. You look like a chonga. Uh, go Google, go to Urban Dictionary, look up the word chonga. Uh, you look like you, you, you might as well hang around, be hanging out in Hialeah with your hoop earrings <laughs> and your nails. 
Uh, here, eating chicharron and gossiping with your, your chonga girlfriends. Um, but <laughs> I, I think the worst, I think that the worst thing to come out of the popularity of Unpretty Rap Star is the, 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 the you know, Korea convincing Jessie that she's a good rapper. Yeah. It's like, no, she uses English and her husky voice to sound cool. And, mm. but she doesn't. No, she, she can't write shit. And apparently, she fought JYP on the lyrics. Like she, she fought him on like wanting to write her own lyrics. Like JYP giving him giving a suggestion. Like, honey, just just do whatever JYP says. Like just do whatever JYP says. I know he looks. I know he kind of looks dumb, but that's just his face. Like that's just you know he looks like a big oaf, but the man knows what he's talking about. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> like you don't you're not a rapper you're not a rapper oh god uh but let, uh, let's move on <laughs> yep all right um my other song uh which we had a bit of a discussion about in the pre-show um is sonny's new song love you hater uh i really really like this song i yeah. think it's pretty good um like I, I really, really had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 when I first played this song, I, I barely made it about thirty seconds into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very much. He's very much bringing over the the uh the Western hip hop mainstream thing now. You know. Like, I okay. I, I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about the positives on my end, and you can go. You can talk about uh, what you like about the song. I will say the video is engaging. The you know the the imagery is good. Like the 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 concept is good. Like it it is, is as much as like the song is that the video doesn't doesn't v- delve into cringy uh, try hard stuff. Like being all bling bling and I'm awesome and uh, co-opting another racist culture bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it fits within with a more, more, f- a, a fitting imagery. It, it kind of incorporates a more fitting imagery. Uh, so yeah. the video is really cool and engaging. Uh, you can go ahead. I'll let you go ahead and talk about this. Yeah. With, with kind of the hater being this representative kind of monster. Um, which is fun, but there, there is yes, this very like kind of Kendrick Lamar, kind of new Southern swing kind of uh, music to it, uh, where you kind of like are da 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 da, and you know, kind of let the beat kind of carry, and you're kind of like doing lyrics in this kind of bouncy kind of rhythm where you're like a couple of lines of lyrics and then you drop on something um but i kind of liked it with the kind of theme of the video and the song where it's like kendrick lamar does that when other people do it i don't like it but the way kendrick lamar does it i kind of like it and i liked the way sonny kind of did it here as well um yeah i'll uh i'm not gonna force myself into like 50 times 50 listens but i will Give, I, I gave it another listen. I didn't uh, dislike it as much as the first time, but 
it's it's having a hard time winning me. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. If this is I don't know if this is necessarily my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, not everything uh, is going to be a winner. Like, there's just going to be some things that, you know, just don't don't come across well in certain people's style. And like you said, this isn't the style of something that you like from Sonny, you yeah. know, because this is very different than what he normally kind of does. Like, he he does fast-paced stuff. He does slow stuff. But he, like, this isn't something you really ever have heard from Sonny, really. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, of course, the, uh, I think... Uh, it was supposedly like a twist ending, and I'm going to assume it's just that it's, it's, uh, so it was Sonny under the mask or something? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming. Uh, you know, it's like every, like, the, 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 the enemy is man. Like every, like we are, uh, call back to that joke on an old episode of Howie Juku of the Twilight yeah. Zone. Um, but yeah, last but not least. Uh, but I have one last song. I, I only did three this week, um, which was uh, the boy group 24K, uh, which I think debuted last year. I forgot for, for freaking uh, it. There's I, too many boy yeah, groups maybe. and I can't. Yeah. I mean, with I their third album uh, after a after a year break. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, 24K. I remember hearing about them. I, rem- I remember them uh, kind of being around. Um but I, I kind of wanted to check this out. I didn't think I was going to use it at first. Uh, but as I kind of listened to it, I I liked it. Um, one, because I, I don't remember the other stuff I heard from 24K. If I probably yeah. go and listen to the other stuff from 24K, I'll probably be like, eh. Um, but this as a standalone thing and looking at them as kind of like, okay. Uh, I thought it was really fun. The choreography was really, really good. I, I liked the video. I'm not. I'm, I'm starting to not like these kind of boxy videos ever since like uh dirty like uh um uh 30 sexy yeah i was gonna call it dirty 30 uh 30 sexy um (laughs) which kind of like kind of really did this in a really good cool way uh this kind of like stage like kind of thing um but i think they pulled it off really well here i i kind of like this inception of this kind of shooting style if you're like you're listening to the audio you gotta go look at the video to see what i'm talking about and you'll know it as soon as you see it kind of thing um but other than that the song itself i think is really cool i like the song itself um it's really just a fun dancey song yeah the beat is really good like it has that that really cool like little uh i don't know what instrument it is with like the the curves like that 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 kind of a electronic instrument in the chorus it's mm-hmm. just like when they're doing their like thing uh yeah which is really cool and had a it just had a really cool feel to it like the, the song uh and it impressed me like i i i had seen this around and i was like okay i, I tend to because like on k on our k-pop they'll post stuff and uh and like if i can see that it's like a boy shout band our k-pop yeah uh shout out to our k-pop uh if I see it's like a boy group, it's obvious that it's a boy group. I, for some reason, subconsciously, it kind of gets filtered out in my mind. It's like, uh, if, especially if it's not a boy group that is on my like short list, you know? Yeah. I'm like, it just kind of fades into the background and I'm, I'm just uh, there looking for, for more videos on Cram Pop or, or EXID or like things like that and just kind of fades in the background. And I don't end, but I notice it's there. And I notice that people are talking about it, but it's like, I, I, it takes me a while to decide to get, look at it. 
but Asian Junkie pointed out that he, he, you know, he didn't hear these guys and he listened to the video and he was in. I was like, okay, if Asian Junkie gives it the, their stamp of approval, I'm guess I'm going to have to check it out. And uh, I checked it out and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice quality song. Like, uh, the, they're pretty promising for, for a young upcoming group, up, up and, you know, uprising group, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, 24K. Um, yeah. yeah, so let me just get into I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was cool, but yeah, I, I can, I can, I'm not sure just how to feel about it. Uh, you don't know how to feel. Not quite sure how to feel. Uh, all right. Moving into the PD music of the portion of the show. Yes, my music. Uh, so, you know, like I said, what's new with me? Instant ticket. Yay! Instant badge. Uh, this one, this dropped like just before we recorded and had, I noticed that it had dropped like right where we were recording. I totally would have included it last week. Uh, like last week, but it, you know, I didn't notice till after the show. So I'm going to include it now. And it's, uh, Love Exterio, you know, the group that I've been talking about so many, I've talked about so many times just cause I love them and, uh, you know, I loved, uh, and I get to interact with them on Twitter and they're really cool and they're nice and they put out such good music. They, they released a video for their newest, uh, s- song, uh, off of the new album that they dropped earlier this year, like, like, like a month or so ago, um, that had a bunch of like, you know, kind of final forms of songs that they released before and a couple of new songs. And one of them was this song, We Love, We Leave. Uh, and they had been teasing like the, the shoot for the video that was done kind of, I guess, uh, outside of them. And they finally released the video itself. And it's a really cool video. <laughs> like, it's a really yeah. interesting, like, uh, you know, cinematic video. It's like the, the visuals are pretty cool. Like they fit the song well. Like it has like cool, like use of like colors and non colors and like, uh, you know, like, it just has really cool, like, cinematography. The song is good. Uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, I love Love Exterior. So, like, the music is just going to win me over automatically. But the video is just really cool and it works so well for the, for the song. And, like, I want this. I, th- I feel like this could be something that could, like, hook people in if people saw it. Just cause, like, the video, it's got white people in the video. Maybe they can, we can trick people. <laughs> Maybe we can trick people into checking this out because it's got a couple of attractive white people on it. Like, two attractive yeah. white people. Uh, hey, it's a girl with tattoos. I'm in. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, no, she's I, I, I really like this. Uh, Love Exterio is kind of growing on me more and more. Um, uh, it it, it kind of started with this really kind of familiar sound, and I can't think of the the other band who that kind of that initial pickup in the in the song reminded me of. But it kind of went into this very what the sound that I'm kind of getting to know Love Exterio for. Like yeah. it, it it started to go into that, and it just it really really pulled me in. Like I just loved every little bit of it. The more and more I heard of it. Uh, the more and more I heard of it, the more and more I heard it, uh, as I was listening to the song, like, uh, it just as it went. And like you said, um, you know how I, I'm kind of a show for really, really well shot. Yeah. Cool artistic, but not just artsy to be artsy videos. And this has a, almost a little bit of artsy to be artsy, but it's just really, really cool. Um, 
like kind of artsy yeah. uh that i that i really appreciate and like that i thought it was really cool yeah it's just like, uh, really well done like it, it 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 kind of it's a good balance like it does it like uh has really cool moments really cool like little visuals like plays around you know does the the sh- it it borrowed uh from a girls of spica the like colored powder attack thing yeah <laughs> call back to that spica video back then tonight like uh doing the powder the colored powder but that's that that's still fun like uh i love love exterior uh, like uh I, I, i'm hoping they do another u.s tour again is it did mm-hmm. it they they haven't been back in a while. I think mainly because they were so focused on getting this album and in, in this this release out. So maybe come on, come on, Love Exterior. I know, I know. I'm gonna link you to guys. So hopefully you'll watch this and listen to this. Please come back, come back to <laughs> South by Southwest. I'll be back there next year. I'll come on to come see you guys and dance around to your music and. <laughs> I'll even do fan chants, like, you know, <laughs> I'll freaking make up little exterior like, fan chants and shit. Like, like, uh, they were on, they were on national television recently, apparently. They were on KBS on some show I never heard of, uh, which is cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Love exterior. Please come mm-hmm. back to America. All right. What's your next song? All right. My next song. Uh, because we got to get through these. Uh, my next song, of course. The much anticipated new release from our girls, uh, you know, our, our girls EXID, uh, the, the, the girls behind the We Are, uh, video, the, the ones that put, uh, that put fan cams on the map. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't, but, but, uh, that owe their career to fan cams. Uh, EXID with their new video, Ah Yeah. They've been teasing this and I've been hearing snippets of this song and this video and I've kind of been really intrigued. Uh, and they, it finally came out and I'd say, I, I, I really, 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 really like it. Um, so before this, uh, a couple of things. The song is really cool. It's really catchy. It has a really cool beat to it. The, the video is really interesting and has a, has a kind of eye catching style and a kind of a, a a fun concept because like they play around with uh with like the censorship and kind of make a, a big commentary on the fact that they're like uh, uh up and down dance got censored so they censored mm-hmm. like the pelvises and a bunch of things in the background and like uh throughout the video uh and then there's a twist at the end uh i will say the the dance is really cool when i first saw the dance at uh I, i'd watched this uh, showcase somebody fan cammed the showcase uh are somebody very helpful fan cam to showcase. Uh, and I noticed something familiar and I was thinking about, wow, that dance looks kind of familiar. I was like, well, where has I seen the pool before? I'm like, is it, what is it? Is it, is it the butterfly? Is it, could it be the butterfly? Mm-hmm. And then I realized, wait, no, the butterfly. Uh, uh-uh, that's old. Let me see the Tootsie roll. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Are they doing the Tootsie Roll?" <laughs> like, they doing they bringing back the Tootsie Roll. They putting the Tootsie Roll back on the map. Go ahead and plane up, and they, it kind of also it, it it pretty much fits in with the 
the this trend we've uh, we've talked about. I think we haven't talked about it on the show, but we talked about it in our own private conversations. That you've noticed this trend of like '90s nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think everybody's noticed it. Uh, which just kind of it plays into that with bringing back the Tootsie Roll and then like freaking rocking uh denim jackets and Timberlands, like yeah, like uh just kind of mixing all those things. Which uh, I, I love the I love the, the denim and like the Tims, like it's just so much fun. Like the individuals are really cool. Like and the the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, what what did you think, Kaz? Um, I really, I, I, I really liked it. And then, and then the other thing that, uh, got me about this was there's a lot of, there's a kind of lot of focus on the rapping in this too. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I would thought was interesting, like a uh, thing to do. Um, but no, I, I really, really, really liked the song. I really liked the video. I thought the video was really cool and fun. And um, yeah, I, well, I, I, this part. And, the the reveals of everything yeah just kind of being cutesy stuff like like oh uh, yeah what, what's what's Jung-Hwa doing oh yeah she's doing a like a live uh toic uh you know like english test uh uh tutoring like that's what she's doing she's tutoring people on on their english exam and like what are what is you know what did they make a copy of a picture of a, of a kitty you know things like that and they're kind of playing around with like all right, what are we censoring? Are we censoring for the sake of censoring? And like, are we making things out to be more worse than they are? And like, I, I kind of like that. Cause like, again, like I said, like, like I said, like it was partially a reaction of like getting their dance censored for we audit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as you were saying. No, I just, like I said, I, I appreciated it. I thought it was fun. I kind of agree with all the things that you're, you're saying is just like, it's, it's, good it's another it's another good showing from this group um and it's putting them on the map even more and it's getting scary i i I can't i'm gonna i'm gonna need a venn diagram of all the girl groups i'm supposed to like like (laughs) at this point because Um, it's starting to get to be too much yeah it's only been a couple days and they're not one of the the big groups and it's only been let's say how many days it's only been one day and they're already Within sniffing distance of a million views. Within a sniffing distance of a million views, and it's only been like a day. Uh, yeah. And like less. So it's like, that's pretty cool, considering they're not from SM, YG, JYP, or Starship, or, you know, one of those groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just really cool. Uh, last couple of songs, I won't dwell on them, but uh, really cool, interesting uh, releases. Uh, Park Jimin, Jimin Park of 15 Ann. Uh, again, more JYP hype. JYP. Yeah. JYP. Uh, <laughs> Jimin Park with kind of her solo debut, not, not just kind of, but her actual solo debut with Hopeless Love. Um, and there isn't a whole lot to say about the song. It's a kind of a good classic ballad. But uh, oh yes, no, I I really like this song. Yeah, it's but the the main thing is Dan Jimin Park is pretty good at the singing. <laughs> oh God, yes, her vocals are amazing. 
Like, uh, one of the things that you forget about, I think the things that is easy to forget about, cause like if you, the main thing I've been seeing her is on like variety shows and like her being a goofball and kind of being her, her big boisterous personality, uh, and her being, being, being that, that she's got this talent. <laughs> uh, and she could sing good. She could sing good. Uh, mm-hmm. she could sing real good. And that's the, biggest strength on an already pretty good quality song is how much kind of her her vocals shine uh in this and then the video is cool it's kind of like you know like a classic little unrequited love thing it's uh the video is interesting it doesn't really break any ground but it's you know it 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 does what it needs to do for the ballad um you know kind of give you all the imagery to match up with the mood of the song uh but yeah, it's a just a pretty cool quality release. Uh, I'm glad for Jimin because she's she seems like a really cool chick, and like just in general, <laughs> and mm-hmm. she seems like a really cool, funny, qual- uh, cool chick. Uh, she's 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 a uh, she's a young upstart in the the English speaking mafia over in K-pop. You know, she's already <laughs> she's already cool with Eric Nam and and uh, Kevin from You Kiss. Uh, you know, I imagine she's already paid tribute to, to Amber, uh, in order to kind of be anointed, you know, uh, cause that's, you know, you have to, she's, she's, Amber is the godmother, uh, you know, um, but yeah, it's pretty cool song. Uh, A really, really cool track, really amazing vocalist, like something that everybody should check out. If you haven't checked this out, like go over to the JYP uh, YouTube channel and check out, you know, Jimin Park's Hopeless Love because it is so freaking good. JYP. (laughs) I was just testing you on that one. Um, I had to go from one screen to the other, damn it. Uh, last right, one. So we got, a, a really yeah, you cool got one more song in here. Yeah, one. Yeah, which is a debut we were actually talking about last week. So we were talking about this group, uh, coming out with their uh, f- final official debut. Um, yeah. and what it was going to be. What did, what were we expecting? What did we think we were going to see? And I will say, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> no, we weren't expecting this, but they, they, they gave kind of a tea. I saw the teaser and I noticed it was, was going to be more of this ballad. It was, they said it was going to be modern R and B. Um, and it, okay. So we have the arc, um, a group that has been, has at least some momentum of hype coming into the, uh, coming behind them. Uh, they have Yuna Kim, who uh, was at some point signed to YG, but then she wasn't. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, uh, I forget her name, the young lady who, uh, Jinju, I think I want to say, uh, Jun Minju, I want to say. Uh, I'll look at her better. Uh, who is hailed, has been... Uh, has had some hype because of her dancing skills and it's kind of been called little boa. Uh, mm-hmm. and a couple of the girls who are, you know, part of the group to kind of flesh out a full five girl group. Um, and they have, it seems like they're going to have some, uh, kind of a multi dimensionality with this and what we've seen from their like dance covers. Um, I will say I was expecting kind of a, you know, an interesting ballad, Somewhat yeah. of an interesting artistic video. I didn't expect the feels. 
Yeah, no, that's the same thing I said. Like, I was sitting, I was sitting like, oh. talking to some people watching, like, and I was like, oh, that arc video is out. Let me go watch that. And I, you know, I went and I watched it and I was like, well, fucking thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, they're, they're going to go hang out with the video. It's like, oh, because for those who, who, you know, may not be looking like this video has a, it's a really nice video. Um, it's really very well shot, but it's this mother and daughter and they're kind of going through their daily life or whatever and kind of having me. Oh, mom, you're annoying. And like, you know, trying to raise a kid and do all that stuff. And they're like, oh, mom. Um, but all in all, I still love you. It's like, all right, bye, mom. Right. Thanks smile yeah and like, you have this moment where the mom's at work doing her job and an announcement comes across the tv that there was a bus crash and then you come to the fact that her kid died yeah <laughs> and, it's like, like, and then like you see the same routine of her going through the similar things of the morning but without her daughter and like the backpack <laughs> that she had meant to buy her and like getting the milk and packing the the uh packing the memorial and it's basically it's very obviously um not necessarily the day after but i think the day yeah. uh i think probably the year after i'm gonna say because she packs up a lot of food and goes to a specific place so i'm, gu- I'm guessing she's going to the uh memorial service the yearly if you're not aware kind of when somebody in your family passes uh, every year on the day of the death, uh, you would have kind of a, a memorial, a memorial day for that particular member, like for your, your parent, you know, for your grandparent. You, you obviously, you know, having to do it for your kid, <laughs> outliving your kid. That's a whole other thing. It's like, the feels. Yeah. Mm, some yeah, onions no, in it, here. It who's, who's, who's cutting onions? Who's cutting onions up in here? Yeah, no, I, didn't, it's I, on, I, I it's, didn't want onions. I didn't want onions on my sandwich. It's definitely, it is definitely a feel plus. Like it, 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 it got me, dude, because it was a fucking twist. Like I did not see that coming at all. Because I'm just watching it and I'm like, okay, this video is kind of all right. Uh, okay, it's like kind of a ballady song. And like I wasn't like reading the words or anything. I was just kind of listening to it, taking it in, and just like, what? Did she just? No, no, no. She gonna think she died, but she didn't really die, is what happened. And I was like, no. Oh, okay. Well, goddamn. Thanks, man. Now I'm fucking sad. GG, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I was just like, all right. Well, great debut. <laughs> you're right in the feels. <laughs> I'm gonna um, go cry about it, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna, um, yeah, but yeah, no, I thought, and I also thought it was just like a weird way to debut as well, yeah, like, like a ballad. Um, but it's almost like a it it's, it stands out, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was an odd, and they and I will say I'm I'm not fond of the the I've seen the I've already seen their performance on on the and I'm, I'm looking at the reaction. I kind of want to see a reaction video. Uh, but I'll do it on my own. The, the, are you looking at that one that I see where it's like kind of the girl looks like yeah. she's crying? Yeah, the three girls. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch it during the break. <laughs> during the break, but just, just, I, you know, I like, like yourself, I don't usually like reaction videos, but I kind of want to see what happens with the feels. Uh, but, you know, it's like, it's like that full house episode. You go, you know, like, with, when, when Je- Uncle Jesse's grandpa dies. You go in, yeah. you're going to watch an episode of Full House, you're going to laugh at some dumb jokes, you know, 
it feel good at the end and everybody you know, feel good you know uh all family friendly feel good show and then uncle jesse grant jesse's grandpa dies and then michelle wants to know if it's okay to cry and you're like yes it's okay to cry michelle it's okay to cry <laughs> um yeah uh, I'll let, we're, we're gonna go ahead and collect our emotions, and I'm gonna go find that person who's cutting onions. Uh, and we'll be back with headlines. So, headlines Woo! over on the other side. So, Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our headline segment where we talk about some topical topics uh, and some going on, some interesting articles in the world of East Asian pop culture, and kind of uh, give our thoughts on them. Uh, first off, kind of a first kind of big release, big uh, announcement, which is uh, Baby Metal signs with Sony set for U.S. album release you know, because mm-hmm. they're in demand. Uh, Perfect Middle Divas, uh, Baby Metal has, have signed with a deal with Sony and are now set for the American release of their self-titled debut album. The re-release will feature two bonus tracks, uh, Road of Resistance featuring Dragon Force, eh, and a live version of Gimme Chocolate. Yay! Uh, and will be available digitally on May 12th and physical, that physical copy for us in the fandom, uh, June 16th. Um, which really it, doesn't it, seem it, bad. Is a big difference. Uh, June sixteenth for the physical copy. Well, the digital should already be available. I might have to go cop that as soon as I can. Here's a review from Billboard. They give some uh, more thoughts. Asian Junkie gives some more thoughts of you know why we love a baby metal. Uh, but this is exciting. This is actually really cool. Like it is them kind of going into american and and again the very obvious like thought of like an, an asian and artist you know wanting to debut in the west is like eh, yeah you know can you want to want to like you know wring your arms and like worry but this is uh you know he says in an article certain fan bases probably don't want to hear it but baby metal are the ones who have the most organic western debut by an asian art, uh, act aside from Psy. They're the ones being pursued by companies, and thus their debut around the world doesn't have to basically consist of desperate media play to get their name out. Like, they're the ones getting called. Like, people are wanting to invest in them. You know, like Sony wanting to invest in them. It's not them desperately trying to spend their money or spend the time trying to make it in the West. So, it's actually... This has a shot of... Do, making some headway. What 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 did yes. what thoughts did you have? I I mean, it's already one of these things where it's a very 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 widely accepted, right? Baby metal has become very very widely accepted. They've gone from this kind of nichey cool uh, kind of thing to a very widely sought out group um, that everybody kind of really likes and thinks is really good, uh, and. Um, trying to think of the word i was looking for but i'll just switch up um whereas they're very widely accepted they're very widely sought out and this could very much just be a gimme at this point you know it it just has to be done really well and 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 done to not 
change what the core it has been you know you have to kind of keep the core what it is and i and i'm almost kind of in fear of them doing music in english yeah. you know because i feel like it's one of those things where it's just will. like everybody already loves it for what it is why why change anything about it maybe do an english song or two and see how that goes over but yeah. i don't know if i need if i have this want and desire um uh, for me myself as a fan yeah. uh i don't know if i have this want and desire of a release that is speaking to me yeah i think i don't yeah. necessarily think i don't know if it's been something that's been said but i don't think they'll probably they probably won't do that like similar to kind of how perfume they have pursued a western kind of fan base but still have kept their songs in japanese because you know it's, yeah this it's their language uh it's it's how they can express themselves truthfully um or you know, kind of how they can express themselves um less awkwardly and and it works like uh i think what would be really cool is i think in the west there's also a chance that the peop that not only the girls in baby metal but the rest of baby metal that i count as the rest of baby metal which is the band and mm -hmm. yes the kind of the live band is a little fluid but there's a there's a set piece of uh set group of people that are involved creatively uh I would love it if this also involves them kind of getting a little bit of recognition, especially like the producers and the creative force behind them and uh, all the people that play on stage. Cause as far as, cause in my mind, I think of baby metal. I think of not just these three girls. I think of everybody that's on stage. Just like, I think what got me a little bit less, uh, less down on Hatsune Miku was, the when i saw that there was a band on like the main you know the main uh performances when i saw there was like a band when you showed me those those videos mm -hmm. i was like you know, mm -hmm. all right there's a band there's an experience there's people that play music there's that is a whole thing you know uh i can get with that so if uh west, i think the west would definitely i think we would probably put a little bit of a spotlight on them as well which i think would be cool yeah i mean like i was looking for something that i can't find but i think it's I, th I think like you said i think it's a putting more of a spotlight on them kind of bringing them more to the forefront which i mean they're already pretty in the for like they've already been winning like really prestigious rock and roll awards yeah. <laughs> like and one of the best selling um, world music artists from asia like like I think they're the best-selling Asian artists in on the or they were like the best-selling Asian artists in in the world charts and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's pretty rad. Like baby metal, kicking ass. I think everybody's hyped about it. I know I'm hyped. You're hyped. DJM is hyped. Uh, our buddy Nishcom, uh, Bryce, provider of our theme songs, is hyped. Uh, we're all we're all we're all glad that baby metal is going to start dominating the world. Yeah, we may have to have Bryce on again to, to talk about uh, yeah. this release of Baby Metal and what he thinks of it. Yeah, yes. we'll have to see what what that is all about. Yeah, that would that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, awesome stuff for Baby Metal. Uh, but moving on to our next headline, uh, this is which is kind of fun. Uh, e Honky, uh, he of Apti Island, um, <laughs> tells a fan who is mad about his dating rumors to go fuck herself. 
After is, saying, is that really is that really what he said though or no we'll, more, we'll talk like, about it okay it, yeah. it's just uh, our boy asian our boy iatfb uh interpreting and uh wonderfully so uh after rumors that ihonke was dating uh model shinosaki ai uh surface some fans were mad as mad as fuck at him in their typical Lulu opar is dating and it's not me type of way said fans tweeted some mean shit at honky uh honky and so Hunky proceeded to tell one sad fan to fuck off. He said, uh, you have, and a little tra- translation, it's a pretty good translation. You haven't known me for that long, huh? I've said that, I've said for a while now, not, I've said for a while now not to like me like I'm your boyfriend. If you hate, if you hate for me, if you hate me for this, then see ya. <laughs> like, translation, how about don't be a fan to begin with if you're gonna be a delusional fuckstick? I told you I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking on the side for how long now? If you're gonna be, if you're gonna send me to this bullshit over a rumor, then don't even bother being a fan. Go fuck yourself. Uh, which is the fair thing. Like it's, I, I, I really like this comment. That's just straight up saying, "Hey, I've said for a while now not to like me like I'm your boyfriend. Like, like just I've, I've established this dynamic for a while now. This is I'm not, I'm not your opa. Uh, I love that you dig my music. I love that you do my thing, but you know." Sometimes it's it's kind of cool that he sets that boundary. Sometimes you have to set uh, with with your fan base, especially when you're like a, an attractive boy in doing pop music. Like, uh, I don't know what, what what thoughts did you have? Um, I I agree with all of this. Right, this is something we have. And, and I have preached on this show time and time again um, is it's awesome to be a fan of these people. It is not awesome to think that these people owe you anything because um, they don't and they they don't need to. They shouldn't feel like they owe you anything, but you can be a fan. They can respect you. They can love your fandom. They can they can respect that that you um appreciate them that you want to give your money to them that you even want to pay attention to the shit that they're shilling out to you but when you get to a point where it's an obsession or you get to the point where you feel like they owe you an answer for anything that they do in what is their personal life you are no longer a fan you are a problem um and and i give him all the respect for for saying like it, it is you know it's your choice to be a fan um you don't you don't really really know me like you think you do uh this is a very almost in a sense sometimes a very one-way relationship where i do something and then you take from that something that i did and you're building more on that something that i did than even i am you know um and you know, and I and I I, I kind of like the, the wording in the Asian junkie thing, but I don't even think you need to go that hard <laughs> on people. Like, and I'm very much known to like like say shit like that. Like, you know, like don't be a fucking fuck. Like, but that's really what it is at the end of the day. Like, don't be a fuck. Don't be an idiot. Don't be stupid. Um, yeah this person doesn't belong to you this person is an entertainer you know what i'm saying they have emotions they have feelings they have all these other things you know um 
And if you were if you were that person's girlfriend, you would be mad at anybody else who felt that way. You would be like, no, I have a connection with this person that you don't. How dare you even think that you have this kind of connection with this person? You know, so it's just one of those things where it's just silly ass fans being silly ass fans. And I think he handled it in the the most adult best way possible. Yeah. Uh, And I like it. And I I like the ending of this article uh, because honky honky the hero k-pop deserves but not the one they're ready for right now so they'll hate him because he can take it because he's not their hero he's an honest idol a destroyer of daylulu a g-cup titty knight because that's that's what that's that the, the rumors is he's that's what he's getting on the side yeah uh and he's my hero so hats off to the man. So Ihoki, uh, hats off to you. And remember to come up for a breath every once in a while. Just because you can get lost in those. And then you don't want to suffocate in them. Um, but moving on, uh, mm-hmm. to another kind of cool thing. Uh, SM opens workshop in China, uh, to help lay with his Chinese activities. So, um, and then, okay, cool. Uh, but I, I included two articles on this because I, I like, uh, this is a good descriptor and then Asian Junkie, of course, for my, you know, editorial fun. Uh, SM Entertainment has set up a new, uh, quote unquote workshop in China. According to a press release made by talent agency, by the talent agency, they have set up a workshop in China for their star Lei from EXO. Uh, this workshop was established in late March and will be used to aid Lei in his Chinese activities. It was established and registered under Lei's name on March 31st. Uh, the workshop format is unfamiliar to the Korean entertainment industry, but it is something that is widely used in China with Chinese celebrities. Uh, with the format, even though Lei will still be with SM Entertainment, he will still be able to choose his own staff and work with outside agencies in China. Uh, one of the main benefits with the workshop format is the adaptability to the Chinese market, as the star, star will be free to work with various sources in China, even if they are not associated with SM Entertainment and their partners. Uh, on the establishment of his work, own workshop, Lei announced, the establishment of this workshop will become a foundation for solidifying my intention to honor my contract. That, remember that, honor the contract. And I hope it becomes an example of contract fulfillment. I can, I believe my, my Chinese activities will be beneficial to XO and the company. Uh, I hope to contribute to the growth of the company and help the relationship between the two cultures. Um, and I think this other, the, the Asian Junkie article also kind of puts a basically good spin on it. Uh, Lei is getting support from SFMA in China and people are getting stupid about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is fun. Uh, Excel's Lei will be getting a workshop in China. The workshop is commonly used in China. While he's still be under an SME, he'll have control over staff activities and whatnot. Uh, this benefits in every, everybody and just makes sense, which is exactly why the reaction from, uh, netizens in Korea was depressingly predictable. Uh, he goes, uh, you know, some of the comments. Now, this is what you call revenge, SM. Yijin supporting you. Light up China with your promotions. SM must trust Lei. Find strength. Show the traitors that what you're made of. <laughs> uh, show the traitors what you're made of. It's like, yeah, I don't get it. Lei is getting support now so that SM, uh, doesn't have another Chris or Luhan. And that's basically what this is about. It's like, um, oh, man, damn, damn that Chris and Luhan. Uh, they were talking about how we couldn't get them activities. Oh, crap. Who else? Uh, Tao's kind of a little whiny little bitch. She'll never leave. Um, 
Oh, Ole, yeah, he's he's oh damn, he's got he's got he's got fan base. He's got a lot of talent. Damn it. Uh, hey, Lay. You know what I was thinking? Maybe you can get one of them workshops going for you in in China. Uh, so you can do some activities and stuff. You get to pick your own staff and stuff. Yeah, we'll put it on your name. Uh, you'll still be under our contract. Uh, you know, you'll you'll work for us, but you'll be able to like pick your own stuff and do your own activities and stuff. You know, hey, uh, it's like all right, cool. Sounds like a good idea. Um, what what why uh, where did this come from? It's like ah, uh, yeah, no no reason. I think you know it will be beneficial. You know, just yeah, I think it'd be, <laughs> yeah. be a, a nice next step. You know, uh, no no big deal. Let's just try and think it's gonna be a really cool next big step for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, reality is that this is basically a direct response to a trend that anybody could see. Much like how contracts were adjusted legally after JYJ, Chris and Luhan are not JYJ, but for their business interests, SME simply recognize that they have to stop loss here so XL can continue to tr- thrive in both China and Korea. Um, yeah, this is just, this is not. I mean, it's just one of those things. Great idea for SM. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just a company finally trying to diversify trying to diversify when they thought they had everything wrapped up and then they're coming to realize like holy shit we didn't have everything wrapped up. Uh what? Like we need to we may need to figure this out. Yeah. Uh hey. Yeah, here's here's this company. Um yeah. Uh most of this most of what's gone on is fine. Me yeah. Uh yeah, it's basically them reacting to to what's going on. But I think in the end, this is really cool. I think it's a really good thing for Lay. I think it's it's kind of I I I'm bummed out on their behalf that this is something that they could they they thought to consider for Chris and Luhan, or even before that for Hang Yang, uh, you know, Super Junior. Like it took it took all of these people for them to like okay hey let's 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 help you out with your activities and stuff in china like it took all of that took them losing all of that uh, all those guys to realize that oh this is probably not the best thing for us (laughs) as we try to kind of maintain popularity in china like uh this big market that is gonna be crucial for us to actually make money (laughs) uh you know, no matter kind of how much we feel about it, it's where are going to be our real money. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why. That's why. No matter you know how much hate Tiara gets in Korea, doesn't matter because they're going to be making money hand over fist because they're huge in China. <laughs> they just they they went and won like they went to the, these like uh China uh, these uh, Chinese video sharing website YouTube like uh, awards not YouTube awards but like it's like the like that. In China, like Yin Yue V or something like that. Uh, Yin Yue Tai, uh, on the video website. And it, they won like three awards and shit. And they were like carrying like these, you know, taking in trophies and shit. Um, so yeah, it's something that's like, it's not, it's like them finally catching up to something that they should have done a long time ago. (laughs) Should have done it a while ago. Yeah, no, this is like, this is just slow minded, like bullshit. That is just stubbornness, I think. Stubbornness. Thinking, thinking you have the world wrapped up and you really don't. Yeah. Like, 
Um, but you know what? Good for Lang. Uh, mm-hmm. fighting. Uh, it's gonna be really cool for him. Um, but moving on to something else interesting. Uh, rapper Essence arrested on marijuana charges again, and he either admitted it to it or not. He either admitted to it or not. Um, Essence fucking looks, fucking loves weed. That's what the article begins with. Yeah. Okay, I love you. Having been caught at least five times using or buying the drug, and this time it looks like he's going for, to jail for it. Uh, according to the district prosecutors of Seoul, Essence was arrested at his house located in the Mapo district, uh, and he was very compliant and admitted to the use of, mar- admitted to usage of marijuana. Although we will have to wait for the court's verdict, uh, oh, since, they forgot the S in since, since this was during his <laughs> probation sentence, it is highly likely that he will serve prison sentence. But wait, mm. his lawyers say none of that should happen. <laughs> this statement what? is conflicting what? with the previous statement by Essence's agency who stated that Essence was not arrested at his house, nor did he smoke marijuanas. Um, who knows? Either way, he's been arrested for something and something allegedly happening involving marijuana. Most importantly, Essence's addiction. Uh, I, w- I don't know if I would put it that way, but kind of, yeah. This is, is this, a, I would say the best analogy to put it would be for, I don't know if any K-pop fans would get this, but Ricky Williams. <laughs> Ricky Williams <laughs> liked marijuana. Yeah. He liked it a lot. He liked it more yeah. than playing football, <laughs> apparently, because he would constantly get caught for it. He would constantly fail drug tests and constantly get worse and worse punishments. Uh, to the point where at some point he just owed the Dolphins a bunch of money and had to, uh, be their backup running back for a while. And he, though, though, the, during those times, he was one of the, one of our best options. Him and freaking, uh, what's his face? Sammy. Oh. Uh, I don't remember football. Sammy Morris, I want to say. Nobody here is going to tell you you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a good, that was a good duo. That was like before. Yeah. Reggie Bush, who was okay, but I, I, I kind of like those guys better. But nobody wants to talk about Dolphins football on this podcast. Uh, but the Ricky Williams analogy, I think, is the most because uh, say what you want about the marijuana. I personally don't care. I think it's, I, I, I'm glad here in this country it's getting legalized basically systematically. And cause, you know, it's, it, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm probably never, I'm probably most likely never going to try it myself, but I don't hate. But when you're in a country like Korea where they, where they're this strict on things like this and you know you're going to face some serious, uh, like serious punishment if you get caught with it, maybe just, maybe just not do it for now. <laughs> Yeah, like it, 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 I mean, or or some like or go somewhere where you can do that, or yeah. or or you learn know, to grow yourself, or just like be smart about this. Help, shit. help, help! Regulation change, like d- do some other stop or stop getting caught is yeah. what we're really saying. Stop getting <laughs> like, caught. Seriously. Stop getting caught. Like we've been really that we should have been illegal here for a while now. We we both 
know people who are a lot better than not getting caught with this shit. Yeah. Like, like we both know people that have been smoking weed for years and have never been arrested even once. Come on, like seriously. Yeah, they're very, they're very prominent people in the uh, in the societies, and they don't like, and they do their thing, and nobody questions it. And that's how you could be. But when you wear that shit on your sleeve in a place where people are like, "That's a no no." That's <laughs> no no. Right? You're gonna, you're gonna. It's not gonna be cool for you, bro. Like so. Yeah, uh, it's just it's one of those things where you got to kind of have a better mindset about this. And and hopefully he's allowed to continue his career. Most likely he's going to end up in jail for some time. Yeah. (laughs) How long that's going to be? We'll we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Um, Damn it. Just get your shit together. You sense. Uh, Moving on. Actually, a couple of Rocket News uh, articles. One that I just grabbed right now just because I wanted to end it on a more positive note. Um, but for this article first. Uh, three foreign tourists arrested for molestation in Japan after thinking it was normal behavior. Um, given the size and longevity of the adult entertainment industry, uh, it's safe to say that such products serve a purpose in societies everywhere. However, one purpose for which adult videos should never be used uh, is... As travel guides for visiting other countries. Uh, you might think that would be common sense. But apparently we can't stress the point enough after there have been a recent spate of molestation committed by foreign tourists who claim to have thought it was normal behavior in Japan after watching Japanese adult videos. Um, according to Focus Asia, uh, there have been three separate incidents of foreign visitors. So, okay, it's not really a huge space. It's just like three crazy people, but it's a thing that happened. Uh, there have been three separate instances of foreign visitors overstepping their bounds. In one instance, a suspect was caught trying to capture images of up women's skirts while riding in an escalator. Then, <laughs> oh, yeah, right, then okay. in another case, a Chinese tourist was reportedly caught grabbing a woman's buttocks inside an adult goods shop. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we have the case of a man arrested for lifting the skirt of a woman while riding the train. The list, this last incident appears influenced by a scene from the classic 1993 AV nurse, AV nurse Monogatari starring Miki Mayuzumi. Or maybe something else. Uh, I don't know because I don't watch this stuff. Uh, this is according to the article. Uh, I don't know either because I've never watched that stuff. Uh, reports claim that one foreign suspect. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, no. One foreign suspect confessed to police saying, watching Japanese adult videos, I thought people here were open about sex. I thought molesters were everywhere. (sighs) I, I have no, I legitimately, I legitimately have no comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. It's just. It's like you thought molesters were everywhere. Maybe we should. If that's the case, maybe we should try to find those molesters and stop them. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's like it's it's like when in Rome. Hey. It's like, like no. No. I just like you. 
All three men are currently in custody, and deliberations with the victim's lawyers are being held to determine if criminal charges will be pressed or if they can find some other settlement. If they go to trial, the men face a maximum of six months in prison or uh, about four grand in fines, or if the cases involve any form of assault, the prison sentence can go up to ten years. Uh, can I say that I'm, I was glad that it wasn't just Americans? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't any Americans. It was, uh, it was yeah. one. Wait, let me see. It was, uh, all right. What were the three sentences? Uh, it was, uh, oh, we don't know if the, uh, upskirt guy is an American. Yeah. They don't say his nationality, but it's a Chinese guy. And, uh, and the other. Oh, okay. So we only know the one Chinese guy. But I'm glad. Me too. Yeah. I'm hoping it's Europeans. Um, yes. but, on on the just in general like like I, I i will say this right you sense is like you know common sense is fucking free but god damn it if it isn't common like, <laughs> like you have to understand that there are just things that you can't do there are just like you you have to understand that like you can't just do these things like that you just can't like and no matter what you you have to almost in a certain extent to a certain extent follow the social norms of where you where you normally come from and then extend them times three when you go to a foreign country you know even be more polite like you can never you you can never you'll never make enemies being too nice and when you're going to another foreign country like there was a like an article um, there was like a video recently where, um, a guy interviewed a bunch of Japanese people. I think it was Japanese people. Was it Koreans? No, yeah, it was Japanese people. It was on Rocket News. And, and they asked him, um, you know, how, how um, how, how, you know, what, what do you see from foreigners? Like when it, when you see a foreigner do something, what is it, something you see a foreigner do and you think, man, that's cool. And one of the things that they would say, and I think, well, now that I think about it, it might have been Koreans. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember which, which one, because it was a while ago when I saw the video. Um, yeah. it's, uh, one of the things was, uh, that they said that the, the foreigners are super polite. In, mm-hmm. and this is talking about an Asian country, in the sense that when you, when, they bump into a foreigner, like a foreigner bumps in, they will turn around and now that I think about it, yeah, it was, it was, it was, they were Korean. Um, they will turn around and say, I'm sorry. Like, we'll, like you bump into somebody on the street, it's like, oh, sorry, sorry about that. And you say, oh, excuse me, sorry about that. And, you know, where they're there, that you just like bump into somebody and just walk away or maybe just turn around or like quietly curse them out or whatever. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's the comment that, and that, that's from their mouth. That's what they would say. And they're like, well, when he, you know, a foreigner bumps into you, they just immediately apologize. And they're like, oh, that's really nice. Um, and it was, I think it, it was a really cool and interesting thing. Like you even being more polite than a society is normally, you can't lose. <laughs> just like, just like when you, when you learn, uh, when you learn, like say Korean or Japanese and you know, you have the politeness levels, you have the formality levels. Uh, right. 
you can know, and when you learn, you start with the super, you know, most formal, most polite form, and you start from there. And then once you're comfortable with that, you can explore, you know, more casual forms of speech. Because if you start from super polite, if you know, if you're always speaking in a polite form, maybe the the worst that could happen is people think you're kind of a little little uh a little like uh little excessively polite you know but they they won't hate you they'll never be mad at you and then over dislike you uh they'll kind of just poke fun at you and like <laughs> being also so so super nicey nice but it is it is uh it is it, it, it cannot you cannot lose <laughs> like ah Oh no, not foreigners. I thought. Uh, damn it! I'm trying to find this article. I swear to you, I, I this uh, this video exists. This video exists. <laughs> it, it, we'll, we'll just say we'll put it in the the show notes. Yeah, uh, find it. Um. Yeah. But yeah, come on. If we if we if we come across it, it'll be in the show notes, and we'll talk. Get, yeah, get for everyone together. else to be able to see. Uh, get your shit together, people. But no, it's it's one of these things. It's just like you have to have some level of discourse, some level of understanding of, of right and wrong. And if you don't, I mean, one, I blame your parents. And two, I blame you, yeah. uh, especially if you don't have any weird mental faculties yeah. that would cause you to not have a normal level of discourse. If you are a normal human being and you have a normal level of discourse, stop it. <laughs> like, just stop it right now. Like, yeah, we 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 had the we had the master Wu up there for a reason because no, that that is a no no. You don't do no, that's, that's no no. Exactly. You just you don't do things like that. You you have to have some sense about you. Like they had to know. Like one, you're sneaking in trying to take photos of a girl of, of a girl of upskirt shots of a girl. You like, you were probably being sneaky about it because you would have had to know that that wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't see anybody else doing it. Yeah. Right? No. Like, <laughs> like honey, yeah. come on. No. Uh there's a reason there was a a mild uh crackdown on selfie sticks. <laughs> Cause sometimes those selfie sticks weren't for selfies, they were like to extend down. It's like mm, the pervert stick. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. But you had one you wanna you wanted to use to leave on a very positive note. Yeah, uh, um, just a real quick, just because I want to kind of leave on a positive note. Uh, eight things, uh, and this is kind of cool tourism thing. Uh, eight things, uh, Japan bucket list. Eight things you need to do to really understand Japan, uh, which is a nice cool little like a checklist. It's it's very kind of very upfront stuff. But almost like if mm-hmm. you, if it's almost like it's up front for a reason because these are kind of like the go-to things, and it'll seem touristy and obvious. But you know what? Sometimes there's some things that maybe feel touristy and obvious, but you kind of just have to experience just because it's a, it's a, there's a reason why it becomes that touristy thing because it is a unique and interesting and and informative enough an experience that, uh, that it, that's why it becomes popular. Uh, but here, quickly enough, it is the eight things. Number one, see a geisha perform or micro. See a geisha mm-hmm. or micro perform. Um, and then, you know, just really cool stuff. Uh, I'm going to go through these. Number two, 
climb Mount Fuji. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can get my cardio done right. <laughs> get myself. Uh, but if I can get my good, if, if I can work on my cardio, get slim before. Uh, before I go, ever go, before I go to Japan, we're gonna have to start doing these shows from standing desk to. Because yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm very. I mean, my my chair isn't the most comfortable chair in the world. It's actually a piece of shit. But I'm in a chair for a good amount of hours a day when I'm not at work, like yeah. working on internet content stuff. Yeah. So I've I have a bike in the shed in the back that it really should be pulling out. That some that my mom <laughs> bought for me, and I'm feeling guilty that I don't use it as much as I should. Time to time to get those Fitbits out, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Get you know try to do a nice hour of cardio every day. Riding my bike, my bicycle. Um. Yeah. Kama Fuji. Number three. Take a dip in an onsen or a natural spring. Uh. Be like a spider monkey or not a spider monkey, a, a snow monkey. Uh. A Japanese snow monkey. Uh, number four, go to a Hanami party. Uh, and I believe that's, okay. uh, Cherry Blossom, uh, oh, okay. viewing party. Yeah, Cherry Blossom. Yeah, viewing you party. know what? They just had the Cherry Blossom, which I, I probably need to go to at some point. They had the Cherry Blossom Festival here, uh, in DC. Um, that is, is, happens every year. And at some point, I think I, I need to go to it. I need to yeah. go to the Cherry Blossom Festival here in DC, like yeah. at some point in my life and go take pictures and think that would be awesome. Um, number five, see a live sumo tournament. Uh, that's just a, a spectacle. I think everybody, I, I, I definitely want to see one of those. <laughs> uh, you know, while martial arts give you an inside look at culture and its ways, Sumo is the most accessible for a tourist to see while in Japan because it's just two big fat dudes slapping each other. <laughs> and then there's a beautiful culture on top of that, which is cool. Um, number six, experience a Shinto festival. Uh, Shinto being the, the kind of the preeminent religion, uh, mm-hmm. Shintoism, uh, in Japan. So you kind of have these great, uh, cool, like traditional festivals, uh, where you see a bunch of other foreigners and like three Japanese guys. <laughs> Uh, doing Shinto's things, uh, worship nature and other things like that. Uh, some cool stuff. Number seven, walk part of the Shikoku pilgrimage. Um, you, 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 you might have to watch how you dress, like these ridiculous white people, but, uh, never dress like ridiculous white people. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Yeah. That, that, uh, yes, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Master Will, always here to tell us what's right and what's wrong. Here's Mainly right. what's wrong. <laughs> uh, number eight, stay with the Japanese family. Uh, basically go and change, stay with the homestay. Uh, that should have been an out. Um, damn it. I've got the, I've got the baseball game highlights back here. I, I really should turn off my TV, but I'm sorry. <laughs> We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. All right. I'm, I'm a little punchy. All right, so, and those, those are the yeah. Stay with a Japanese family. I think that's one of the big ones, just because like you, you you get to you get a first hand view of a different culture, and you know you can make new friends and things like that. Um. Mm-hmm. So, what wh- what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this list? Uh, how close I have like- you come to? How close have you come to doing any of this? Well, I went to, I went to Korea. Um, my the, the mini trip. 
the mini trip over to Japan was a really mini trip over to Japan. So we didn't do anything there. Um, but let's see, what did I do in Korea that you can equate to those things? Yeah, none of that. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I went to a, a club. Yeah. I went to a club. Which I think um, I would put on a, on the list. You got you to gotta experience yeah. Korean nightlife. Um, uh, I did that. Uh, I did I a lot of that. So that's like, let's go. I went to a club. 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 Uh, I went to one of those DVD pl- rental places where you, you go in and you sit in a room and you watch a movie. Like you, you pick a movie and you watch it. Um, uh, that was kind of the different thing there. Um, Did you do a naughty I box? went. No. Um, I went to a PC cafe. Yeah. Um, uh, how many days did you spend I, there? I only spent uh, two hours there. <laughs> wow! So you, so you barely were there. You just visited. Yeah. Um, what else did I do? Uh, I went to the Electric Town in you Korea. Don't properly and bought PC some stuff until you sleep. Till, till you, till yeah. you spend a good twenty-four hours. Uh, but yeah, you, you, you. Um, I went. I went to a. Um, I went to Electric Town. I bought some stuff. I bought a really awesome MP3 player, which I had lost. Yeah. And it was a fucking media video player, like before media video players were really like a fucking yeah. thing. And I fucking lost it. And it, it's made me sad ever since. Yeah. Um, kind of like how I lost that bag of Japanese, the bag of Korean snacks that I had bought three weeks ago. <laughs> and and <laughs> it, somewhere in San Francisco, it, it just right outside the gate at SFO when I was trying to fight. I was on the plane. It's like, I have one less bag than I than I had before. Oh wait, oh. I have my backpack. I have my thing, so I'm not. It's not crisis mode, but it's yeah. sadness mode. But yeah. <laughs> um. What else did I do in Korea? Uh, in case anybody was wondering I, why I haven't been trying Korean snacks, like I promise. <laughs> I went to Seoul, and I went to like kind of that that um the area where like all the statues in the middle of Seoul are kind of where all the dish like the district court and yeah. and all the really official buildings are because i had to go there for something um not anything bad yes um but i had to go there for something um and that's really it like i didn't yeah. really do like any touristy things yeah in, so that's gonna yeah. be i think but but the next time i go to korea i do have a list right which yes. is um there's a couple of specific places I want to go to. Um, a couple of like mountainy places. I do want to go watch StarCraft or some video game be played, uh, professionally live. While I'm, yeah, professionally live while I'm in Korea. That is another thing that I want to um, do the next time I go there. Uh, I would, I, I would hesitate, but I would want to add attend a music show. But we're gonna have mm-hmm. to get ourselves on a fan club and buy some physical discs and and really gonna hustle that because like that's yeah. that's just gonna I've I've read up on how to get on music shows, uh, yeah. Funny. But but I want to do one of those music shows. Yeah, uh, we're gonna hopefully somebody I like is primate pr- promote primating promoting uh, at the time. <laughs> um, yeah. we'll, hopefully we'll see. Uh, and we have to do like a variety show and we have to run into somebody. But, it, it, another ideal, we have to become one, become part of a, uh, uh, gawking mob watching Running Man. 
We have to be part of that one of those like when they have to shoot something outdoors, that random mob that they have to coordinate into a box around there where they're filming. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be up there. We'll, we'll, we'll be the two we'll foreigners. Like, we'll, we we have to act like foreigners that don't know what's going on, so that when they have to look for people, they're like, they don't look like they know what's. What what is this show? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> and then we'll start busting out references and shit like. <laughs> Well, by the ten- by then we'll both have learned like Korean and shit. At least I will, <laughs> and we'll like, we'll, like say like, oh, I, I don't know. It's like, and then we'll just like bust out things like, <laughs> and like feel, jump, cross. We'll do, oh, we'll do our own cross. It's like, uh, PD, Kaz, cross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, th- there's an actual list now of things that I want to do like while in Korea. Unlike the last time when I was in Korea, which was ma- mainly drink and try to wake up. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is funny in and of itself, but uh, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be on the buck list because I think. Yeah. And this time I don't have to hang out at fucking army bases because. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be in Seoul. We'll have an Airbnb with like I think I found one that has bunk beds, and I think I found one that has a washer and a dryer. Oh, fancy. A dryer. It's like, and if you haven't looked at, at, if you don't know what's going on in Korea when it comes to dryers and their non-existence, understand that that's a big deal. Yeah. We don't have to hang our clothes outside. Uh, but that's it. Let us know. I think in the comments or, you know, on Twitter, uh, at Halujuku, what's on your must do list when you visit either Japan, Korea or China, uh, you know, anywhere in East Asia, what's on your must do list for visiting those countries? Uh, I, we would love to know because we'll, we'll probably try to at least put it on. If it's interesting enough, we might even put it on our own list. So let us know, engage, join the conversation that is not happening because nobody talks to us on, on Twitter or anything. <laughs> no, we still uh, about this show. Yeah. We have uh, shows. But yeah, let us know. Uh, East Asia bucket list. Hashtag East Asia bucket list. Uh, well, hashtag like Asia bucket list. Let's keep it. <laughs> hashtag Asia bucket list. I mean, we know it means East Asia, but hashtag Asia bucket list. Uh, yes. All right. Keep it short. All right. But that's it. Uh, we have a, it. another fine episode of Halijuku in the can uh, for us. Cass. What do you got going on in the in in the the world on on the internet? Um, some of my projects have become realizations in life, and uh, that's good. Um, but no, I have a new awesome podcast that I've been talking about. Uh, DKG Welp, uh, the Drunk Kids Gaming Podcast, uh, mainly starring myself and an ever evolving roundtable of casting crew of friends from around the internet, uh, mostly me and Curly. And a lot of the, the, what is, uh, kind of called the DKG crew. Yeah. Um, so trying to kind of trying to diversify and, and make more kind of products and make more things together as a group of, of friends on the internet. Um, so, uh, you know, me and Curly have been working on a lot of this stuff for him, um, over at Drunk Kids Gaming. So twitch.tv slash Drunk Kids Gaming. Uh, right now it's kind of tentative that we do a live show every Sunday, 10 to 11 PM Eastern time. Um, uh, and you know, we kind of have a fun cast and crew. There's three episodes at the moment. The first episode should be hitting the audio 
uh, places, the iTunes, the Stitcher radios and stuff like that in the coming days. And today is uh, April 14th. Um, so you should be looking for that pretty soon. Um, and then the next two episodes will go up, uh, cause I'm editing them. I haven't edited it in a while, so I kind of got to get back in the path of editing and stuff like that. But yeah, so there's a live show that happens every Sunday. Uh, there will be a video version of the podcast over at youtube.com slash drunk kids gaming at some point, uh, when Curly edits it, which will most likely end up being me paying someone to edit it. <laughs> cause, uh, we both have a lot of other stuff that we work on. So sometimes it's hard to kind of lock down those those few little details of things but i got my shit done so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh other than that uh the same stuff as always this show Juku, shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys uh go check out all that stuff uh follow me on twitter at king has and uh about that me for all the other things that i yeah. love to do that i do at king Kaz, i'm at pd rave about that me slash pd rave for all my stuff Halijuku, Halijuku.com or kpoppodcast.com. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and the other shows. Uh, Fanny Pack is on a hiatus, so we're, we're planning, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking up ideas for like kind of in between for some, maybe some kind episodes. Record Breakers, of course, is going full force, uh, on a constant basis. This week, uh, by the time you see and hear this, uh, it will have been out yesterday. Uh, this week, is, we have a new episode where I, you know, three weeks ago, I was in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. While I was there, I recorded an episode of Record Breakers with uh, Roberto Viegas, where we talked about this man that I'm wearing the t-shirt of, Mega Ran, uh, nice. and this album Forever Famicom. So check that out. Uh, we made some new fans uh, of Mega Ran. Uh, so, you know, check that out. Listen to Mega Ran, because he's awesome. He's a cool dude, and he's awesome to hang out with. Uh, but that's it. Uh, the show is at, the show is Halajuku, kpoppodcast.com, uh, youtube.com slash TV, all the things, follow the things, iTunes. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, definitely go to the, go to the Rebelli TV YouTube, like, there, there's more content being posted by the day. Yes, the uh, twitch.tv, twitch.tv slash TV. I'm actually going to start streaming more often. Sometimes Hearthstone, sometimes random games on Steam that catch my attention. Like I just did I Am Bread, which is mm-hmm. which is hilarious. I became toast. And then I gave up because that was just dark for sure. Um but check that out. Uh, and I'll post highlights on YouTube. Uh, but that's it. iTunes Stitcher, follow the things, subscribe to the thing, share, like Until next time. Awesome swimmers. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>